0: Hello, I'm attorney Paul Whalen from Afford Law. At Afford Law, we practice criminal and family law throughout Massachusetts. All of our fees are based on your income, so the less you make, the less you pay. Today, I just wanted to uh, reiterate something we've spoken about before, and that is the importance of a clerk magistrate's hearing in a Massachusetts criminal case. A clerk magistrate's hearing is vitally important to your case. Uh, Before we get into that, I just wanted to say that not everyone is entitled to a clerk magistrate's hearing. You have a right to a clerk magistrate's hearing if you've been charged with a misdemeanor and you weren't uh, arrested at the scene of the crime. So if, if if that's the case, then you are entitled under the law to a clerk magistrate's hearing. Now, a clerk magistrate's hearing can also be scheduled on felonies and cases where you were arrested, but that's discretionary with the court. You don't have a right to that. Um, if it's possible, if it's at all possible, you certainly want to exercise that right and try to get a clerk magistrate's hearing. And the reason is, uh, it's because it's so important. Protecting your, uh, any entries on your criminal record is incredibly important to you and uh, your life going forward so if you have no criminal record you certainly don't want to create one and if you have a criminal record you don't want to be adding to that so what happens is at the clerk magistrate's hearing the the, the decision is yes or no a criminal complaint will issue if the criminal complaint issues the case moves forward to an arraignment that's the next step at the time of arraignment that's when a crim- that's when an entry on your criminal record Happens. So, if you are arraigned on a case, you have you now have an entry on your criminal record. If you had no record before, you now have a record. So, uh, if the clerk magistrate declines to issue a complaint, a criminal complaint, then the case doesn't go forward. You don't get arraigned. Therefore, you don't get an entry on your uh, on your criminal record. Uh, besides that. Uh, And and of course, that's so very important to you going forward, because you may be asked if you have a criminal record, if you're applying for jobs, sometimes if you're applying for a... uh uh, housing uh, if you want to join the military could have uh, ramifications in any number of uh, in any number of areas especially if you're being charged with a felony because then you have a felony on your record uh, even if the case ultimately gets dismissed or you work out a, a uh, some sort of uh, acceptable plea agreement it still is on your record and you don't want to have that if at all possible So what happens at a clerk magistrate's hearing is it's a fairly informal process. It happens in in an office rather than in an open courtroom. There's the clerk magistrate, there's a police prosecutor, uh, there's the defendant, defendant's attorney, if if he or she has one, and you should definitely have one uh, at this stage. Uh, And any witnesses that might be uh, uh, asked to come in could be an alleged victim uh, or any witnesses that you want to bring in as well. So the clerk magistrate has to decide if there's probable cause to believe that you committed this crime, that the one that you're possibly being charged with. If that's the case, probable cause—it's a very low standard. It's way lower than, say, um, a beyond a reasonable doubt standard, which would be the standard if, uh, if and when you go to trial. So, if it goes to trial, the Commonwealth has to prove beyond a reasonable doubt each and every element of the charge against you. Here at the clerk magistrate's hearing, it's simply a—I'm a re- a, sorry—simply a probable cause standard. Now, I just recently had a clerk magistrate's hearing and the outcome was actually quite good. Um, When going in, there were, uh, I believe, five counts on this one particular particular case, uh, very serious charges, uh, including a uh, possible lifetime uh, or life sentence. Uh, Among other things, there are a couple other felonies and some misdemeanors. So we went in uh, and uh, as I say, there's not much needs to be shown in order for probable cause. We went in hoping that we could get at least the most serious of the charges either uh, not brought forward and and go go forward to a criminal complaint, um, or and or that the Commonwealth at some point could perhaps uh, amend that to something lesser. But it was um, technically speaking, there probably was probable cause on each of the uh, each of the charges that uh, our client was facing. However, we got a very um, Sympathetic clerk magistrate, a very, um, I think, forward-thinking clerk magistrate, because my client did not have much of a criminal record, didn't have anything on his record for s- several years, um, and the the facts of the case, uh, there was there was not a lot supporting the case. There was an alleged victim; she came in actually and testified, um, and. The clerk magistrate was really more interested in what the outcome is going to be. And he started the, the hearing by saying, I'm here to see if we can work something out. Sometimes we can, sometimes we can't. So during the hearing, um, it, the evidence was is not very strong. Uh, and going forward, it would be difficult for the Commonwealth to, uh, to succeed. But for a probable cause standard, it was probably there. However, he took everything into consideration. He took a, what he called the totality of the circumstances of the, the alleged crime and the relationship between, the, uh, between my client and the alleged victim and everything else. Uh, and what he did is he's just holding the case open for a year. So what that means is that uh, a criminal complaint was not issued. But the, but that case stays open for one year. As long as our client doesn't get rearrested, doesn't get into any trouble within that year, the case will be closed and it'll be over and done with. So it was a huge victory for us, for our client, uh, because we weren't expecting much going in, uh, but it was it was. Incredibly important and successful because he does not have another entry on his criminal record and with very serious charges uh, this time around. So, if you have an opportunity, definitely exercise your right to go to a clerk magistrate's hearing. You would get you'll get notice of it in the mail. It says that you don't have to show up and you don't, um, but by all means, you should go because. If you go and are unsuccessful, you're in no worse shape than you would be if you don't show up at all. So my advice is to get an attorney, get him or her on board as soon as possible, prepare for that uh, for that hearing because the outcomes can be very beneficial to you indeed. At Afford Law, we do practice criminal and family law and we practice throughout Massachusetts. We're giving voice to the hardworking men and women in the courtroom of Massachusetts. Our fees are all based on a sliding scale, and that sliding scale is based on your income. So the less money you make, the less you have to pay in fees. We're trying to make ourselves as affordable as possible uh, to as many people as possible. Feel free to visit us at affordlaw.org. See if you have any questions. If you'd like, please feel free to book a free virtual appointment with me. I'd be happy to answer any specific questions you have about your criminal or family law case. At a Ford law, we're making justice affordable. Thank you.